Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Here's something you might not know about wireless. Sometimes what you see isn't what you get. But with Visible, what you see is what you get. Switch to Visible, the wireless company that makes wireless visible. Get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. Just $25 per month, taxes and fees included. Switch now at Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Zeit gang, you like to watch new stuff, right? I mean, who doesn't? I do. Well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama, a new season of The Kardashians starring The Kardashians, of course, and Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's streaming now, and it's waiting for you on Hulu. Hello, the internet, and welcome to this episode of the Weekly Zeitgeist. Uh, These are some of our favorite segments from this week, all edited together into one uh, nonstop infotainment laugh extravaganza. Yeah, so without further ado, here is the Weekly Zeitgeist. Uh, well, we are thrilled to be joined in our third seat mm. by uh, the architect himself of, of this show's destruction, <laughs> a brilliant comedian, writer, actor, many a successful stand-up album, the Blake album, Stuffed Boy, Live from the Pandemic, some successful voicemail albums, Todd Glass to Blake's Wexler, uh, voicemails from Todd Glass to Blake Wexler, nice. uh, which charted on Billboard. Please welcome the hilarious, the chaotic. He's riding a recumbent bike in short shorts, and his plumpers are on full display. It's Blake Wexler! Hey, hey, this is Blake Wexler, a.k.a. the Birthday Bay, a.k.a. Born Bjorg, a.k.a. the Flat Birther, a.k.a. Age Against the Machine, a.k.a. the C-Section Star. It's great to be here. I turned 34 yesterday. Oh, hey! Congratulations. Three days ago, whatever. I'm riding it out. Yeah, right. Hell yeah. On the recumbent yeah. bike. You're That's a, right. A C section baby. Yeah, the C section star baby. That's me. Well, That's look a, at that. That'll be trademarked by Monday. And that's Mama, a promise. Mama said, cut it out. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> tight. Get this thing. The Get it out of my body. The yeah. belly of the beast. Yeah. <laughs> as, as it's colloquial re, retur, uh, referred to. Yeah, thanks yes. for having me, you guys. Hey, thanks for being here, Blake. How are you holding up after uh, the Philadelphia Eagles? You probably heard about this. Did lose in the Super Bowl. It it came across my radar and I am journaling and uh, (laughs) handling this in a very mature way. Just because they lost one game doesn't mean all the nice memories from along the way are invalidated. Yeah, the real Super Bowl ring is the friends we made along the way. That's I right. agree, and it's it's a ring of friendship, and we're all mm-hmm. holding hands uh, around one uh, one holding call. 
Just because Feeding you lost doesn't mean horse poop. Yeah, it doesn't mean you can't eat the poop anyway. Yeah, I can't, I couldn't agree more. It's there. there what, what did horses go away just because we right. lost the Super Bowl? They're still around. They're still exactly eating. losing yeah. still Super shitting Bowl. on our streets, and yeah. someone has to do something about this. <laughs> it's true. It, Clean it. Losing up. the Super Bowl does not make the horse poo poo any less delicious. So I, yeah. I agree. Yeah, those or, horses, more they back or more delicious. Or more. Before we get to any of that shit, though, Amy, we like to ask our guests, what is something from your search <laughs> history? I like that you call the rest of your show shit. Any of that bullshit. <laughs> good, real professional stuff. Uh, Thanks yeah, for tuning totally. in again. <laughs> <laughs> Before we get to all the bullshit. Yeah. Um, let's see. Well, this weekend I'll be in Oregon. My Portland show is sold out, but there's still some tickets for Salem. And if you're crazy, McMinnville, a lovely little town. You can go to a winery and then see some comedy. Um, Yeah, both about an hour outside Portland. So I got you guys covered. Um, And then a couple weeks I'll be in Alameda in the East Bay at the Alameda Comedy Club. And then I have a new clip up on YouTube. I haven't seen it because I don't want to look at the comments. But I hear (laughs) it's great. So you should watch it. Give it a thumbs up. I did it. I was at the show. So I, I remember it. But. Uh, yeah, give it a thumbs up. Maybe leave a nice comment. If I don't know, I don't know what's That's going on idea. over there, but yeah. And my whole special is up on YouTube too. If you want to see more, and there you go, go to amymillercomedy.com for dates. So say moi. Mm-hmm. If you want to see moi, <laughs> if you want to see moi, come see me. So your search live. history is just Amy Miller stuff. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've gotten so much better. I'm really growing up. I can't, I just can't be bothered with what people are. Although I was on the New York Times TikTok yesterday. I, okay. uh, I, I have to encourage people to see this because it's maybe the dumbest piece of media about comedy I've ever seen in my life. Like, it's just about what water bottles people have on stage. It's like no, the most that's inane. Hard. That's hard hitting journalism. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. And then I did read some of those comments because, you know, TikTok comments are hilarious a lot of the time. Like, even if you're getting roasted, you're like, these kids are so fucking funny. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, you know, there were people that were just like, why aren't people re- using reusable water bottles? I'm like, I. I just took the bottle that they handed me at the taping. Right. I didn't right. like call ahead to Comedy Central. Like, I'm going to need a clean canteen on stage. Yes. It's just, it's the most insane thing. It's literally just about water and comedy. <laughs> mm. Dude, are they trend chasing? Or are they like no, I, or... I feel like they just like gave one kid like a TikTok assignment. And he was like, what about this? Right. It's like he doesn't know anything about stand up, but he just noticed that we have water bottles sometimes. And has a, has a bottled water company ever reached out to you and been like, <laughs> we would love you to influence for on our behalf? Because that no, does kind of makes sense. It seems like an, the, I don't, the advertising community falling down on the job. Yeah. Maybe it's happened to other people. I might not be famous enough or according to this piece. I don't drink enough water, maybe, because they do clip out, like, the Robin Williams special where he has, like, 17 bottles of water on the stage. And they're like, some comedians move around a lot and they get really thirsty. I'm not exaggerating this piece, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) But I don't move at all. So I think one bottle is probably good for the whole half hour. (laughs) There you go. I don't know. It's wild. You have to go check it out. 
I mean, no wonder these these teens are so depressed about climate change because all these comedians are not using reusable water bottles. They're just drink, chugging 17 <laughs> bottles of water on stage, throwing yeah. them away, and, and look what I'm it's done saying, to our planet. You know, I can't great. hear for a good time, Amy, <laughs> not to watch you destroy the planet Earth. Well, what's wild is in the last six months, I've been doing a new bit about plastic bottles. And I'm like, ooh, you cut me... You caught me too early with this clip. Let me let's do a follow up in a couple months when that's when that's been taped. Hmm. So wild. The New York Times TikTok needs to get up on their shit. I'm disappointed they're, in they're them. They're really trying. <laughs> All right, what is something you think is overrated? Uh, radical honesty. Like okay, I don't know that I think I I think that we can sometimes like put a lot of value on being like honest for the point of being on for the sake of being honest and like. I don't I'm fine with white lies and like I would honestly rather have someone be nice to me. I'd rather have you be nice. I don't I don't like when people have a personality like I just tell it like it is and they're just mean. Yeah. I'm not into it. I think it's overrated. Yeah. It's a lot. It's a lot of energy to be around those. Yeah. 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 For your little experiment, I have to like just gird myself for like the most uncomfortable 30 minutes of my life. You know, like that. Exactly. Uh, yeah, it's it's it can be pretty selfish, right? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It's like you're, the, yeah, you're you're kind of pushing that on someone else without necessarily their consent or they're asking for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love it in small doses, though. Oh, me too. I I don't rec- like. I don't think I could pull it off as a as a lifestyle, <laughs> like a twenty four hour lifestyle. But having like th- this kind of came up when we were talking. There, there was that the cut article about like new rules of etiquette, and one of them was like, don't tell people who you think they look like. And that's that, a perfect that, example. That is great advice for you. However, if you have a look like about me, I want to know what it is desperately, even though I'm not gonna like it. I'm I like. That is an amazing little glimpse into like how people see you when they first see you that like you'll never be able to get other than Mm. that way. And it's like uncomfortable and I don't want to know it all the time, but I also have no idea like how people perceive me. So like somebody who's practicing radical honesty, it's good to like get get next to them for 15 minutes if you're in the mood, you know. What is is there one that sticks out in your mind of like a look like that you got that that made you happy? John Mayer made mm. me happy. That's a good one. And then Walton Goggins made me unhappy. I got Walton Goggins. So, right. <laughs> Sometimes it's a big ego boost and other times it's, it's crushing. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. oh, yeah. I don't want to be. <laughs> I changed my whole life once someone told me that <laughs> I was a Walton That's Goggins. That's the thing. It, it's irreparable <laughs> damage. And I think it's that thing of like, you remember the bad comments so much more than the good ones. Yeah, it's like course. one mm-hmm. radically honest comparison to somebody you don't want to look like. And yeah, it's, you're on a whole new life trajectory. <laughs> Walton Goggins was not, is not a bad like looking guy or anything. It no. was just like the, it was a character that this person was like saying, oh, my God, you so remind me of them. And like, you look exactly like them. And it, it just wasn't wasn't my favorite. So, well, I don't see it. If that. Oh, helps. my God. Thank you yeah. so much. <laughs> I, can't, I need to Google Walter. Goggins. I bring this up every episode now him. just so people can <laughs> from like vice principals. And I think just. Oh, OK. Him. This guy. Yeah. OK. Yeah. 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 You're like, yeah, yeah, I see. I mean, good name, though. Great, great Walton name. Goggins. Amazing Walt- name. Yeah. 
like yeah. such a civil war soldier <laughs> who like died on the battlefield like just <laughs> incredible was born to die on the battlefield in like a civil war yeah. battle and then <laughs> I, this is all getting edited out but yeah. It's, fine. it's good. It's good. It allows me to get to know you better, Mason. Mason, what's something you think is underrated? Uh, elastic in waistbands and socks. <laughs> okay. Because like oh, yeah. it was, I, I found out recently it was invented in like the 30s and 40s and I can't imagine waking up every day and having to tie my underwear on and clip on sock garters. And yeah. there's like nothing better than, I like tall socks and like that feeling when you have a sock pulled all the way up is just mm. awesome. And I just feel like I haven't appreciated that enough. Yeah. It's just a, they invented a, thing that hugs you naturally. yeah and yeah. we we take it for granted but like you know it wasn't that long ago in the 30s and 40s when underwear literally had button and tie buttons and ties on it yeah <laughs> that's amazing it seems unthinkable so, these are my yeah. regular suspenders and these are my underwear suspenders and yeah. yeah yeah everything is just held up by a series of clips yeah that's amazing the 30s and like before that yeah you see a lot of belts and strange undergarments that look like you are in traction like underneath right. your clothing yeah yeah it also makes probably a little uh, down the road for for you but makes getting your kids dressed much easier <laughs> like getting kids dressed must have been a nightmare <laughs> like oh, that's God. why they just all wore like a burlap sack back in the day what uh that's perry funny. what is something that you think is underrated i'm also going to go with a clothing item Okay. So, and I came to appreciate it recently because I just turned 50 a few months ago. And I remember back probably when I was Mason's age, somebody said, never skimp on anything that separates you from the earth. And mm -hmm. I've realized recently that shoes and good shoes are way underrated. I want a shoe that like when I take it off at the end of the day, I don't feel like my back and my feet and my legs are going to, you know, killing me. Mm -hmm. But I, you know, I've, would maybe generalize and just say anything that separates us from the ground. Whether Did an electrician shoes, whether tell that's you that? a mattress. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Grounded. Um no, I, I think it was uh it was somebody that had way more money than me. And he was talking about like why he bought a really expensive car. So he was justifying that. He's like, anything that separates me from the earth I'm gonna spend a lot of money on so that it's it's reliable. But I, I come to appreciate it with just like shoes. I just wanted shoes that don't hurt. I just lost a sneaker auction this morning. So <sighs> I, oh, I agree with you. Just trying, to get those, those, uh, trying to get those Jordan threes. The threes. Today. The threes. Yeah. The white cement threes <laughs> that they dropped the on threes. my ass. Yeah. I saw that. I saw that. And I was like, I ain't going to try this shit. Super producer Justin got him. Oh, Justin Just, got him? Super producer oh. Justin gets, ev you, gets you, every... He's the only person hoe. I know who actually gets, <laughs> like, wins these sneaker. Oh, uh, Justin, I'm going... Justin, what's your address, man? I'm going to be over here for you. <laughs> yeah, you're just going to need to wear 14 pairs of socks because he, he wears, like, <laughs> five sizes bigger than any of us. I love it. All right, let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. 
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. And we're back. And yeah, so Malcolm X's daughter, Ilyasa Shabazz, filed notices stating her intention to sue the FBI, CIA, NYPD for conspiring to assassinate her father. The like there there was a Netflix documentary that pointed to the fact that two of the people who were convicted of the of assassinating her father were not there that day. And so that they were eventually like the the Innocence Project and a local DA, I believe, reopened the case. And, you know, Muhammad Aziz and Khalil Islam were cleared because there were just so much evidence that they, again, were not there that day. Weren't present for yeah. the murder. Mm-hmm. The, the key piece of evidence that seemingly inspired the new suit surfaced last year, and it is a letter written by a now-dead NYPD officer who confessed that he had been compelled by his supervisors at the New York Police Department to coax two members of Malcolm X's security team into committing crimes, meaning they were in jail during the event, allowing law enforcement agencies to murder Malcolm X, which, mm-hmm. like— does sound like how police forces seem to it operate. Sounds mm-hmm. very familiar. <laughs> yeah. Like falsely accuse and imprison somebody so that, you know, like, I, again, the details aren't all there about like police officers walked up and like pulled the trigger. But it seemed like they were told this was going to happen. They didn't stop it. They arrested, uh, according to, you know, this letter from an NYPD officer who was like, yeah, just wait till I'm dead and then you can you can release this. But they arrested parts of his security team that would make it difficult for him to be murdered. And then when it happened, this officer threatened to resign, but his supervisors told him that they would charge him with false crimes if he did, which, again, seems to be their MO mm-hmm. in, in this case. So, yeah, the it's it's a mess. I just I remember when the article came out about two of the three assassins being cleared due to like all of this evidence the the new york times article just like really seeming weird to me because like so 
it it contains the sentence, nor did it uncover a police or government conspiracy to murder him. But then later it says, Mr. Vance's reinvestigation conducted with the Innocence Project and the officer, office of David Chanese, a civil rights lawyer, contended with serious obstacles, many of those involved in the murder case, including witnesses, investigators, and trial lawyers, as well as other potential suspects died long ago. Key documents were lost to time, and physical evidence, such as murder weapons, were no longer available to be tested, which, again, like, just... That's super convenient for the police to lose all that shit. (laughs) Uh Yeah. They are the custodians of that evidence. Right, like... like lost to time like who will somebody in time lost them it's just lost to time we're, <laughs> we're gonna go ahead and blame time on this one Tess uh, well you know as what happens in Marvel movies a, a portal opens up and it just <laughs> and then the evidence gets lost in the space time continuum and yeah, yeah. I know what happens yeah. <laughs> and then so on top of all this shit there's this part of the New York Times article that's like buried down you know five, six paragraphs down. Prosecutors' notes indicate they failed to disclose the presence of undercover officers in the ballroom at the time of the shooting. And police department files revealed that a reporter for the New York Daily News received a call the morning of the shooting indicating Malcolm X would be murdered. So there was somebody who was like, hey, this is happening. They had undercover officers there in, like, in the ballroom mm-hmm. and managed to like convict two people who weren't even there there. somehow and like didn't disclose that they were present for it like i don't know a lot about how undercover officerism works but you're an undercover officer you're in a ballroom somebody dies don't you then like out yourself as a police and start investigating the situation right away right if if you're surprised Um, unless you're the murderer (laughs) right Yeah. yeah It's very suspicious. I'm glad that she's bringing this case. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I don't know. We'll we'll see where it leads. Probably not in the New York Times, at least not until there's like irrefutable reporting. Mm -hmm. But so that's, I think, I don't know, hopeful news that people will continue to like get to the bottom of this shit. May justice be served. Yeah. In uh, well, speaking of served, oh, Starbucks has a Star- new secret weapon, wow. and it's that was olive the oil. Best transition that was a serve, honestly. Yeah, it was maybe talking about <laughs> justice being served in the assassination of Malcolm X, and then turning it over to Starbucks. Yeah, that's great. It's Good it was a, it was a transition as smooth as olive oil, as olive oil oh. uh, blended into your coffee, which mm-hmm. is apparently a thing that. Howard Schultz saw some Italian people doing in Italy and was like, that, we're going to do that. And it's my idea, essentially. (laughs) Supposedly, the olive oil creates a velvety, smooth, rich texture with the buttery, round flavors imparted by the olive oil, perfectly pairing with the soft, chocolatey notes of the coffee. I don't know which coffee they're talking about there because I've not tasted many soft chocolatey notes in <laughs> Starbucks coffee. Like, rarely soft. Hard cigarette butt would be my yeah, favorite. Hard burnt ass cigarette butt. Maybe like if you have you ever accidentally eaten like just the darkest unsweetened chocolate that like you can't like your mouth mm-hmm. just revolts mm-hmm. and like just starts spitting it out like that. I can see that maybe a little bit, but mm-hmm. 
I don't think of them as soft chocolatey notes by any stretch. Well, maybe they're talking about the frappuccino. Mm. Yeah, the, yeah, the mocha. <laughs> <laughs> they're soft and chocolatey when you put just a shitload of chocolate, chocolate. ice cream. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You put a whole five yeah, a whole pumps cake of chocolate syrup. Soft. Yes. So Howard Schultz, visionary, is in his third term as the CEO of Starbucks. This is the thing that like these CEOs who like luck into having great success and then you know, leave and people start treating them like human beings again. And then they're like, actually, the person who I picked to succeed me is a maniac and I'm going to come in and take that job back over. So he's in his third spell as the CEO. But we, we need him because, as he said, this is a transformational moment for the company, which will they will bring together an alchemy of nature's finest ingredients. I mean, that's poetry. Yeah, An alchemy is. of nature's finest ingredients. Here's what I will say. And let me preface this by saying that I don't know anything about cooking or making food or anything that you can consume. <laughs> I'm famously very, very bad at it. But I am really good at eating food and mm. enjoying. One of the best. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. And enjoying tasty food. I don't see how the flavor of olive oil could go. I just, I feel like it wouldn't complement the soft chocolatey notes of coffee. Right, like and of a good coffee. I, yeah. I, and maybe I'm guys, very wrong about this. I'm here for it. I'm going to be honest. I'm here yeah. for it. Like, I, am, I, if I see olive oil in like a dessert at a restaurant, I'm always mm. going to choose that dessert. Like, I actually really? love, I had a gelato in Italy that was like lemon, olive oil, basil, and I still mm. think about it. Oh, my God. You, yeah. Your bougie bona fides <laughs> right now are just like uh, spiking. I'm telling you, I'm sorry. This is who I am. But like, <laughs> I love I, an olive oil dessert. I love uh, an olive oil dessert. I consumed one in Italy. <laughs> I FYI, didn't even know this was an option for like for drinks for for desserts. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think because it's not like salty, but it kind of gives you that like savory note that you want with like yeah. a little something sweet. And mm-hmm. and when that bulletproof coffee trend happened, I love trendy stuff. So I tried that for a while. And like the butter and coffee combo, I kind of dug like a little yeah, bit of I've fat in your before. coffee is kind of yeah. nice. Yeah. Milk shouldn't be the only fat that we're no. allowed to consume in our coffee. Yeah. We should be putting ice cream also. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Thank you. Finally, someone's at it. Yeah. yeah. I actually have done that where I didn't have any, because I'm a big old baby. Also, I think everyone's just learning that I am actually really bad at eating food and I have horrible <laughs> taste. But I love the like, whatever uh, brand, like coffee mate, like liquid non-dairy yeah. coffee creamers that are just like so sweet. And it's like not even real. It's like chemicals oh, made in a lab. But I that's the how I have to drink my coffee, yeah. adding so much of that. But I didn't have any of that one time. And but I did have vanilla ice cream. So I just added a bunch of vanilla ice cream to my coffee. How was it? it go? And it was brave of me. Thank you. So that much. is brave of you. <laughs> that is. Hero. So many temperatures in one cup. I was, yeah. Was it good? Yeah, was it good? No, it didn't oh, okay. turn yeah, out it, well. Because it's it not as good as the the coffee mate is just <laughs> like molecularly structured to the second like a drop 
like enters the coffee, mm-hmm. it, it immediately mixes at the perfect rate, you know? It's, like, exactly. It's beautiful. It's art. Those, that and climate change, like we really have to trust the scientists. <laughs> yeah. yeah i don't know i like i have lost my nerve on coffee mate i was drinking so much coffee mate for a long time and then i was just like i have this is probably bad for me my in some insides way. are so <laughs> fucked up right now <laughs> oh my <laughs> god i can't stop my teeth started falling out <laughs> yeah it's uh but, but it gross. is good I well, I like my coffee black, which is why I'm like even entertaining the notion of the olive oil thing because that's about as like sweet as I'll take it. But mm. my dad, Caitlin, used to mix. He used to scramble eggs. Your dad's with name co- is Caitlin. Sorry. Yeah, my dad, Caitlin. <laughs> he used to scramble that coffee mate stuff in with our eggs, which sounds really fucking gross, oh. but it's actually pretty. Because you know how it tastes good when you get a little bit of maple syrup on your eggs. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Okay. It's like okay. that. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I wouldn't okay. be surprised if it, like, turned them into, like, a cloudy, like, cotton candy style. Like, yeah. you know, just because there's, like, so much scientific <laughs> engineering in that that, like, you just, like, heat that and suddenly it turns into the alien spaceship from Nope. It's just, like, this beautiful, like, <laughs> oh. yeah. Wow, that's yeah. I won't try that, but I, I admire your dad Caitlin's bravery. Yeah. So shout out to my yeah. dad Caitlin. It's yeah. tough Just to tell if it's the ages. your dad's name is Caitlin or if you have multiple Caitlins in your life and there's the dad Caitlin <laughs> and then the other Caitlins, just to, based on how you were saying it. But can it be both? Yeah. Exactly. I mean, this is based on a an actual Italian trend that that Howard Schultz saw. And so, so like, it, it's probably, it probably can be good. You know, it's just, this doesn't seem to be the coffee. to No, do I think you're right, though. Like, you're right. Starbucks are not the right hands for this. Like, I would trust it at Intelligentsia, even though mm. I do think Intelligentsia is very overrated. I would trust olive oil coffee more in their hands. Yeah. Sure. Intelligentsia seems about right for you. Just based on <laughs> what we've heard. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's not, like I just I admire like the the consistency and specificity of your uh, tastes. When is Coffee Bean gonna step up their game and start uh, putting? I don't know. Olive coffee oil. Bean. No one ever talks about Coffee Bean, is what I'm saying. Everyone's like, oh, Starbucks this, Starbucks that. Yeah, it's so yeah. true, and I feel like Coffee Bean because I think they peaked. In 2006, like every celebrity was always getting coffee bean in 2006. Mm. Yeah. And then, and then they happened? fell into then a took, portal. Took over. Mm, yeah. That's what happened. God bless Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck <laughs> I'm living through. for that, by the way. I'm so here for all of that partnership. Yeah. It's it's cute. It is. <laughs> <laughs> it's I, I kind of fell off Ben Affleck for a minute until he got back together with J-Lo and Duncan. Oh, man. He should not fight his roots. Yeah. <laughs> but they, uh, just it, with, with regards to the, you know, exchange of ideas between Starbucks and Italy as a nation, like Star- <laughs> Starbucks takes their ideas. Italy does not want to take any of Starbucks. Mm. They did, They flopped big time over there. Mm. So anyways. I can't imagine. Yeah. Why would you ever go to Starbucks in Italy? Right. It's truly like you just want to see all of the 
American tourists in Italy. You go, you go to the Starbucks, but mm-hmm. yeah, it, it's like shocking to see a, a Starbucks in another country. I feel like, all right, Russell Crowe is the Pope's exorcist, so prepare. It's about time. <laughs> Thank you. Exactly. <laughs> Thank goodness. <laughs> so this is the the trailer dropped. I recommend. Yeah, I mean, I, I actually don't like you. You could totally miss this. I will tell you the important thing is that he does say, if you have a problem with me, take it up with my boss, the Pope. But there's also so like our writer J.M. kind of did a dive into this because this is based on a real character. As like all the exorcism movies are like this based on actual events mm-hmm. in the spookiest year, 1987. <laughs> the, <laughs> and this person is like a real like he created the NBA of exorcists like and you know they've got a, like a team Wait, yeah what's the NBA the, yeah it's it's like the official league of let, let me see if I can find <gasps> oh. the name of it but like it's oh, he's like the, you got to be a certified exorcist the league of extraordinary exorcists <laughs> yes exactly but he so. In addition to being like Pope John Paul II's number one bottom bitch exorcist, he is also like a like a right wing political commentator or like cultural commenta- commentator. The movie uh-huh. portrays him <laughs> as like a superhero battling demon children, but in real life, he has <laughs> blasted the evils of nightclubs, Harry Potter, and yoga which he claims yoga. I'll read some direct quotes for you <laughs> from, from this man. Practicing yoga brings evil, as does reading Harry Potter. They may both seem innocuous, but they both deal with magic, and that leads to evil. Yoga is the devil's work. You think you are doing it for stretching your mind and body, but it leads to Hinduism. All these Oriental religions are based on the false belief of reincarnation. And then... My goodness. In Harry Potter, the devil is at work in a cunning and crafty way. He is using his extraordinary powers of magic and evil. And then this is my favorite. My advice to young people would be to watch out for nightclubs because the path is always the same. Alcohol, sex, drugs, and satanic sects. So, Sex and sects. Se- yeah, sex sects. <laughs> mm. The path, is, that path is always the same. It's, well, I feel shorthanded because I've Every, been to a nightclub. I've done, I've done three of those things and yeah. never got invited to the satanic sect. <laughs> Seriously, I've done all of these things. Yeah, and I, yeah, nothing, nothing. Always Can I just say? Same. So his name is Father Gabriel Amorth, Amorth, which sounds to me, you know, in like uh, exorcism movies where someone's being possessed. And then, like, the demon or the devil is speaking through the body that they're possessing. And they're like, yeah. like Jessica isn't here anymore. This is Amorth. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, it sounds like his yeah. name sounds like a demon's name. There is name. no Jessica, only Amorth. <laughs> if you would like to leave a message for Jessica, though, just, just let me know. I can tell her. Amorth. Yeah, Amorth is definitely like a... 
the name of one of the like dementors from Harry Potter. Like I think that's why his feelings were hurt by Harry Potter. Is it just feels like the most evil name possible. Mm-hmm, exactly. Maybe that's the oh. M. Night Shyamalan twist at the end though, is that they need an exorcist for the exorcist. <gasps> Tess. Or, Did you see the trailer? Because that seems to be what's at stake. They're like, <laughs> if the Pope's exorcist gets possessed by the devil, Western civilization falls type <laughs> shit. So, Wow. That's beautiful. Yeah. I was, I was thinking, what if he, yeah, he's, he's, uh, he's possessed and that's why he's so good at exorcisms because he's like a demon talking to other demons. Oh. Yeah. He's like, I I need you all to leave the room. It's while like I perform um, this exorcism. <laughs> just it's like uh, that like angel or blade, like they're like yeah. vampires are part vampires, and that's why they're so good at like their job. They they know the MO takes one of to the know people. One, exactly. You know? Yeah. Hey. Cop and criminal are one and the same. It's Oof, yeah, it all goes back to yeah. cops are evil. That's right. A <laughs> cab includes the Pope's Exactly. Exactly. I also love how like there's just rampant, don't love, but like there's rampant pedophilia going on in this organization for decades and they think Harry Potter. Yeah. 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 I mean, and then also like, of course, it's like, yeah, then there's progressive people that have issues with Harry Potter. It it reminds me of that thing of like, yeah, we all agree the government's messed up. Which way are you talking about? (laughs) Right. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. The yeah. yeah, they have to make up satanic sects in order to distract from what they're doing. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, the Pope's exorcist is coming to a theater near you. We'll probably be seen by way too many I'm people. Going. Yeah. I'm going. I'm going to AMC. Are we going to have to like be anti horror movie podcast now? I like. I don't want to, but like. <laughs> I think Jamie one time was on here and was talking about the Conjuring movies being based on, like, just the worst humans. Yes. They're, like, really, yeah, creepy. Yeah, she knows more about it than I do. But, yeah, they're bad. It's always bad. But I mean, it makes sense, though. Like, have you guys met anyone that, like, you would think dabbles in exorcism or Conjuring? Hmm. Yeah, my best friend. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, dabbles. We all dabble a little That's bit. That's true. Right? We're all kind That's of hard time exorcists. Yeah. I've dabbled in the satanic sect. I haven't. <laughs> but like to the, throw like, yourself into joined. it as the career. Yeah, exactly. I dabble in satanic sex. S-E-X. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, six, 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 all... nine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's all in together, you know? It's just a big stew of of good times. I'm just saying that if I make that my full-time thing, do I stop loving it, you know? It's right. like, right. It's, once it becomes your job. Mm-hmm. Let's take a quick break. We'll come back. We'll talk about mushrooms. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. 
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. And we're back. And the trailer for Tetris just came out. I had heard that they were making a Tetris movie. I could not fathom what that was going to be. The the long. If I had to like guess that someone was like pitching a Tetris movie, my guess would be it's set in Russia in 1989. Okay, and. You know, the obviously the fucking, you know, they're dealing with like the fall of communism is about to happen. Mm-hmm. They know the Soviet Union is going to go down. Mm-hmm. But then from the sky, blocks slowly start coming down yeah. and they're like slowly at first. Yeah, at first. And then they're like, oh, shit. Momentum. Yeah. We got to find a perfect spot for them blocks. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's, that, what, that's that my makes, And that's the cliffhanger. Yeah. yeah. Do they find them? What was right. your favorite block in the tetris universe because there's flat there's flat boy who is yeah. just a total flat, flat boy is my favorite well flat, flat boy, boy was course. the most badass one because you always set your shit up for flat boy exactly yeah. if you exactly. can just get that flat boy Dude, right in that what a mm. feeling that yeah. to me mm-hmm. that was the first time i fucked yeah yeah the, you know the I mean? sexual was, like undertones of this conversation are yeah. revealing a lot to me about like why mm-hmm. i was so into flat boy yeah you put that flat boy like right in that crevice and you're like, yeah. yeah yeah the whole thing goes all at once yeah yeah Ooh. yeah mm-hmm. and that's like kind of how i've organized my life since then is like just like sure. build up a bunch of shit and then like hope for a big payoff exactly where it all comes exactly. together at the last second <laughs> <laughs> oh no, the flat boy didn't come. Uh, just, just fucking waiting for that flat boy. Just piles and yeah. piles of, oh no, where's the flat boy? <laughs> I need a my, flat boy. My uh, whole professional career as well has been put backing myself into a corner and yeah. praying that something, a one out of a million chance would happen, will happen. And yeah. so far, not so good. <laughs> no yeah. flat boys. Many a washed-up comedian is sitting on a park bench that they live on right now going, mm-hmm. oh, I just never got a flat boy. <laughs> I just needed that flat boy. Uh, someday my flat someday boy will come Someday my in. flat boy will come. <laughs> so it sounds like it has less in common with that pitch oh. 
Oh. Um, that you just made. I feel like that that was also kind of what they went with for like Battleship. I think they were like, yeah. okay, so we got to do Battleship. Let's aliens come and you got to like sync them by <laughs> yeah. guessing with the with our battleships. Yeah, and that one was. There's was pixels a, that also a swing had a like, mix. Yeah, a swing and a mixed. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. some people liked it. Some people. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So this is <laughs> so more. Funny. This has more in common with Argo and the new uh, Air Jordan movie, where it's hmm. like international so intrigue. Ben Affleck's directing it. Uh, well, Ben Affleck is is directing the Air Jordan invention mm-hmm. movie, and they wish Ben Affleck was directing this because it does feel like they were like, "What if <laughs> Argo, where the stakes were Game Boy?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Instead of the freeing hostages, the stakes were you get to play Tetris on the Game Boy. Mm-hmm. It's not about the Russian inventor of the game so much as it is about the Dutch video game designer who bought it and introduced it to Western audiences. He has to like travel behind the Iron Curtain in order to like get so get the rights Russia's. to the theme to to their national anthem because isn't yeah. that their national anthem that's playing in the. <laughs> I thought that was I thought that was a Russian national anthem. I think it might be. You can see that very easily. Entirely possible. And then it starts speeding up as the blocks are faster. Which taught us to, you know, be wary. Stalin just got a gun to the audience faster. You'll never get a flat boy. Yeah. Yeah, actually, the the Russian version, the, there is no flat boys. <laughs> yes, just, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, they're all equally sized. <laughs> yeah, <They're> all, yeah, <laughs> but it's the story of like him basically licensing Tetris. Seems to be the sounds the thing. fun. <laughs> yeah, I like that. I like contract law in every movie yeah. that I can <laughs> I can get my eyes on. It reminds me of this like analysis that Malcolm Gladwell, my king, but the only person who I go to when it comes to uh, intellectual discourse. Yes. Uh, recommendation on private jets to take. Absolutely. Yeah. He was on the low lead express flight logs. But he did Ooh. do he did do a story about like he he likes to read those CEO biographies. And he's like, when you actually look at how they tell the story, it's like this heroic singular CEO's hero's journey through (laughs) like the heart of darkness to like everybody tells me can't do it. And it's only his idea. And like he, you know, triumphs over evil to increase shareholder value or whatever the fuck. And like when you actually (laughs) look at what they do, it's just, you know, like a series of very mundane and predatory decisions that they make. They find one thing that they can exploit and then exploit it over and over and over again until they're billionaires. It's just like very rote and mechanical and like uninteresting, but they find ways like there's a whole section of your local bookstore that is these retconned stories that like turn the narrative of how this person built a unnatural, immoral amount of wealth, like it turned it into like a hero's journey. And that's what this sounds like. Like, the guy did have to go back, like make friends with the inventor of Tetris and, you know, get get interrogated by some Soviet diplomats. But in the end, they were like, we kind of like this guy. We'll we'll let <laughs> yeah. him have the have the rights because that's how business works. And they're turning it into like 
this spy thriller where he like steals it, you know? Jesus. I imagine because there's sometimes there's a premise so boring that you're like, well, if they're making it, it's got to be mm-hmm. good. Right. You know, right. You know what I mean? Because there's not the, the only thing that's holding it together at this point is the IP of Tetris, which they, I mean, maybe we live in that world now where that uh, it alone is enough to sell the movie. But I, I can't imagine that it's not like really good. Like, at least as a script, like it's like, oh, no, this is a fun thing because we're missing something. We're missing because there's definitely something there. There's no way it can't be that. It sounds can't be as bad as it sounds. It sounds so boring, dog. I mean, I I would say that about like movies where the thing is getting made with no IP attached. But like this, I feel like probably Uh, like there's been rumors of a Tetris movie for a number of years. And like, I, I feel like the assignment came before the, before this premise, like they were like, all right, Tetris is a thing that everybody cared about that. Like, I've never been so aware that my brain was being rewired as I was like, I don't know what it did to it, but like what? (laughs) When I would play Tetris on the Game Boy and then like close my eyes yes. eight hours later and Same I would thing. see Tetris. I would see like, Tetris and yeah, I would play yeah. Tetris in my head and I'd be like, this can't be healthy. I certainly have other thoughts. Like I hungry. <laughs> yeah. Like the it, it's that being on a boat and skiing are the yes. only things that have ever like rewired things so much that like I close my eyes and I can't un, undo yeah. whatever that did to my brain. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 No, it's but 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 the thing is, is they're definitely taking multiple pitches. You know, they're taking a lot of pitches with this like Tetris Mm -hmm. IP. And so I imagine for them to choose the most boring sounding one that they're like, oh, no, this is this. There's something there. Yeah. Yeah. It feels like they're doing a a clean sweep through my child. Like Mario is coming out in like six months, then Tetris. It's just like a clean sweep through like the things that I cared about at age seven to eight, you know? Yeah. They're just coming through. I'm trying to think if there's a single... Weird Al Yankovic just had a movie that was the one that was big for me at that period. What actor is going to play Crash Bandicoot, do you think? (laughs) That's the question. Is it Giamatti? Yeah. (laughs) Is is he going (laughs) to take that too? Yeah. (laughs) Sorry, what were you going to say, Blake? Uh, I don't. I don't remember, but I think it was. Oh no, I do. So I believe there was like maybe as a someone who wants to come off as intelligent and fails almost unilaterally. But I remember there was one movie. I don't remember the name of it, but it sounded so fucking boring, and it won all these awards. All every smart person was like, "This is a genius movie." And ever since then, I'm like, I'm not going to be tricked again. If a movie sounds boring, it must be to what Matt was saying. It must be a brilliant film. So mm-hmm. I will not go out on a on a limb and say this will be bad because I can't be fooled again. I, I won't be publicly right. fooled about this, but yeah. it's going to suck. Well, well, what's the movie you're referring to specifically? You know, what would be make great podcasting is if I remember the name of it. But <laughs> unfortunately, <laughs> Do you remember, I don't, you don't even remember what happened in it. <laughs> yeah. You just remember the sensation of being like, that's going to be boring as shit. Was it the I, constant gardener? Because we've talked about this. We've talked about the constant gardener. <laughs> Sounds boring as shit, but it's not at all about constantly gardening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not about no. somebody who just is really into gardening. No, it's, it's about like uh, 
what the fuck was that about? There's like a pharmaceutical UN coming? stuff. Yeah, pharmaceutical yeah, conspiracies. I don't know. Intrigues happening in Africa is it's in Africa somewhere, and there's this song that's like yeah, ah uh, yeah, ah uh, yeah, yeah, ah uh, yeah, ah uh, yeah, ah mm-hmm. uh, yeah, ah uh, yeah. I knew, we were gonna end up, I knew we were going to end up end up with this story. Singing Koth Biro. That sing, song fucking rules. Sing the song from uh, Constant Gardner. <laughs> right, so I'm going to keep talking, but I okay. want you to do that under me talking. I think that's going to like give kind of a fun, like, it's spiritualist vibe. <laughs> I think the thing that I object to is that the hero of this story is not like a person. It is just a lawyer story of capitalism as it happened. Like, I don't know. It's a it's a bummer. Like, it makes sense because we are in a country where the mainstream media treats the destruction of a 7-Eleven front window as more serious than the, like, violence done to black bodies. So, Mm -hmm. like, it makes sense to me that this is just, like, where they think our values are, and maybe they're right, but it's just, I don't know, human stories used to be bigger than, like, story Mm -hmm. of how Tetris got licensed. And yet, you know, if... If somebody told me that this end, this ends up being really good, I wouldn't be shocked, I guess. Yeah, I mean, here's the thing. Brands is all we got now, dog. Thank you. Like, thank you. Know, you. <laughs> wake up and smell the Folgers coffee, specifically, mm-hmm. and Only or yeah. Blue Bottle. Yeah. You know, because the brands, there are, there are, there are the overlords. Liberal Blue Bottle. <laughs> yeah, Liberal Blue Bottle. <laughs> Or you know, like the the brands are are they are our overlords. They are our bosses. They mm. are our they signifiers. Because I signifiers. drink fires. I drink black rifle coffee to let Fuck people yeah, know brother. that I, <laughs> exactly they, to let people I know I finish sentences or I respond to people finishing sentences by saying "fuck yeah, brother." That's, yeah, yeah that's exactly. Right. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, you know, it's a way. Uh, it's your lifestyle. It's everything is brands here. So yeah. you know, you got to get with it. Start, you know, brand brand. You got to get get brand brain. Mm-hmm. Brand brain. Brand brain. I got brand brain and I'm cool mm-hmm. with brands now. That's right. Mm-hmm. Another brand story that brand brain. feels like it's working for, from the same currency of like, what if people do thing to brands? And by the way, we are recording this on Friday. So if important news has happened over the weekend, doesn't uh, matter. Nothing's yeah, important. It's the same shit ever. We talk about it anyway. Yeah. Another spy balloon. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I also just realized we're off on Monday. So, oh man. Mm. Yeah, sorry if yeah if if we've missed a bunch, but we're we're talking about dumb shit. <laughs> this is gonna be great. I nobody wants hope. to work anymore. <laughs> nobody wants to work, <laughs> and that is what we're talking about. Nobody wants, nobody to, wants work to work anymore. Work anymore. Thank you, Blake. Mm-hmm. There, there's also the Winnie the Pooh horror movie that we talked about. It was basically Winnie the Pooh's copyright lapsed after a hundred years after the first thing oh, published. So they can, so anyone, it's up for grabs. It is, but it's only the first book, which only Rapper. included Piglet and Winnie the Pooh. And no, so no Tigger. No, no Tigger. Really, it's yeah. it's Seinfeld without Kramer, so. Yes. Okay. Tigger was Kramer. That's he so was. true. Absolutely. Yeah, that's airtight, yeah. No Red Shirt. Because that was actually a Disney addition to the brand. Oh, so okay. it was just butt naked. What if it has a blue shirt? 
Yeah, I mean, could be. <laughs> but so basically, a UK Not filmmaker <laughs> who until recently worked for an electricity supplier full time while making micro budget horror films on the side happened upon this idea and realized that the Winnie the Pooh copyright was going to lapse. Made this movie. It's called Winnie the Pooh Blood and Honey. <laughs> it is. I'm okay with this, actually. Apparently, it's very title. bad. It's apparently not good. Well, I mean, people are saying it's amateurish, sloppy, and quote, embarrassingly bad. But this is who? Who's saying that? Yeah. (laughs) Critics, film critics, or some shit. But it depends which ones, because at this point, like, I wouldn't be surprised if if all the, like, the ones that are like Marvel, the ones who are bought out, basically, are just like Disney told us to say it was bad. Right. Yeah. 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 The same filmmakers are also working on horror takes on Bambi and Peter Pan. So it feels like this is the opposite side of the coin of like hero's journey where the hero is the acquisition of the rights to distribute Tetris on Game Boy. This is the opposite where it's like the ultimate violence that you can do in our like cultural mindscape is mm-hmm. to make Winnie the Pooh a real edgelord sick fuck. <laughs> Yeah. You know, like this is the ultimate meaning. Yeah. Winnie the shit. Yeah. We're not saying poo no more. We're using swears, dog. I feel like this is a bummer because like Mm -hmm. I think there could have been an interesting horror movie based on the fact that, first of all, each character in the Winnie the Pooh universe definitely represents a different like mental imbalance sure sure you know, like so there's something interesting there there's also like so we Pooh keep... is a glutton uh Pooh, eeyore is depressed Pooh just Stand seems up high uh eeyore is suffers from depression piglet definitely suffers from like anxiety like chronic uh, anxiety tigger, tigger is... is a tweaker yeah or you know he's like just manic ADHD. Oh, yeah, that's true. He's probably yeah. manic. Kramer. So, yeah. Kramer. Yeah. But, and then there's also like the idea. So, I guess the premise of this is that Christopher Robin returns to the Hundred Acre Wood like as an adult, and like Pooh and Piglet have gone feral and like murdered all the other characters Mm. and like this idea of like children's imaginary friends and like the imagination Mm -hmm. of children like that like being abandoned like that that is examined to great effect in like Inside Out and Toy Story 3 and 4 like the toys being abandoned but never dying and just like existing perpetually at the bottom of like a landfill stuck in place yeah is like dark and interesting and has been handled well, but this feels like they just like turned it into an exploitation film. It's like a, a few degrees away from just doing parody porn, which I'm, I think is fine. You know, sure. if you're going to, if you're, you never said anything else. Yeah. Yeah. I, there's nothing <laughs> wrong. I'm, I'm great friends with people who make the best parody porn over yeah. at Wood Rocket. They do great. They did the Simpsons porn. They did, mm-hmm. what do they do? Rugrats, which is a strange choice, but it wasn't, they that weren't was hard to do. Yeah, yeah. Hard to do, but that I was thought a it was a high wire act. Right. But it was a brave choice. So, mm-hmm. but yeah. you know, so like making the, you know, lapsed IP, you know, horror film of child thing seems like, okay, have you considered making a sketch? Right. Try that first. Do it. Start with a sketch. Yeah. See what, yeah. How see long what, does this have to be? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, it, you do get the sense minutes. that they were asking that as they 
set out to make this movie like how long does it like for a feature how long do you, how long are we talking here yeah Before yeah yeah people, we're talking 10 minutes uh, yeah, yeah to get six? distribution in theaters. <laughs> so I'm going to start with a number and you tell me if it's yeah, higher yeah. or lower. Six? Seven? Six. Eight? Okay. Well, surely it can't be nine? Me. Ten? <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, Eleven? No. Uh, kill oh, my, kill my son. We're going to be here all day. <laughs> oh, no. All right. That's going to do it for this week's weekly Zeitgeist. Please like and review the show if you like the show. Uh, means the world to Miles. He he needs your validation, folks. Uh, I hope you're having a great weekend, and I will talk to you Monday. Bye. Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Here's something you might not know about wireless. Sometimes what you see isn't what you get. But with Visible, what you see is what you get. Switch to Visible, the wireless company that makes wireless visible. Get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. Just $25 per month, taxes and fees included. Switch now at Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between Lisa and West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is expertly crafted from natural latex, natural wool, and certified safe foams to elevate your sleep sanctuary and support a greener tomorrow. Plus, every purchase helps fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash slash iHeart.